Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. Lovely. You looked like a little um, cartoon tortoise, and he did. So I thought, yeah, I have strong tortoise vibes, don't I? When I when I sort of stream my neck out, like uh, to really deliver my words, I look like um, like the opening credits of One Foot in the Grave. <laughs> 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 Reference to the kids there. Hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, kids, uh, look that up and look this guy up. His name is Doctor Dean Burnett. That's he will teach you yeah. something good. Thank you, my co-host Simon. Simon Feely from uh, from this podcast, essentially. How dare you? I've got a myriad of ex- excellent credits to my name. Well, you, you do. I just didn't know you'd like me talk about them. <laughs> so. uh, such credits as... Anyway, Dean, what are you going to show me this? <laughs> right. Okay, so now, um, I dealt with this arena before a few, couple of times, and I tried to sort of hold back from it because... It's one of those things that you, once you start into it, you could talk for a long time. But um, you and I, we have children, small children. Oh, yes. We've gone through the uh, the gamut of children's media. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Sure. Now, a lot of it's really good. A lot of people like love uh, the particular reference for child-based entertainment. Like, obviously, mm. Bluey is the current uh, top dog, pun intended, when it comes to the best children's show. But... Um, also, the your, your Duggies, your, your Pet Pigs, your Ben and Hollies, all that sort of stuff. So, children's TV shows can be very good. Yes. But um, also, I do find there is a, uh, a subset, perhaps, or like a, a, a realm of uh, children's entertainment, which is grimly depressing because it's so goddamn lazy. They're like, oh, they're kids. They, they don't care. They, they don't give a shit. <laughs> Eat this slop. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're a small child. You have no concept of you know, anything. So this is for you. And the thing I'm going to show you, I think, is the uh, the avatar of laziness when it comes to things for children. So I'm going to show you um, the opening section to a kids' TV show, which my kids watched for a bit when they were younger. And uh, well, let's see what you think. Okay, notes. This is the opening sequence for City of Friends. Uh, that'd be guitar music, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Powerful houses. It looks a lot like that rap city kids are shopping for. It does a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scary monkey. Meets a policeman. Yeah, yeah that. Um, the elephant there as well. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, she's the fire engine. Yeah. They're off there. Um, it's it's not very well animated, is it? No, it's it's, it's old. I'll give it that. Okay. But also not old enough to, to, to get away with being so shit. Cars are alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... City of Friends, wow. This, yeah, this is the opening sequence for City of Friends, a um, kids' TV show from the uh, early 2010s. Uh, now, I looked up uh, before 
uh, introduce this to you, I thought I'd do a little bit of background research. It's apparently it's a yeah. Norwegian uh, show originally. Okay, okay. Uh, so, which is like, okay, maybe maybe the original Norwegian, it mm. uh, it makes more sense. But I don't think it does. I think, frankly, mm-hmm. it's, it is, I would say, the laziest kid show I've seen in my life. <laughs> now, first off, the title, City of Friends. I mean, I've never heard a more placeholder title of anything <laughs> in your existence. City of, I don't know, fucking friends. Who gives a shit? You know? <laughs> People like it. Kids love that sort of shit. And the city of friends. Where do they live? Where is a city? It's a city yeah. of friends. Yeah, they, they are fr- yeah that, exactly. That sort of, but no, open sequence. We show, we see the city in yeah. question. Uh, yeah. Does that look like a city to you? Well, it's a Norwegian city, isn't it? Now, now that we know it's Norwegian, it's, that is very Norwegian, isn't it? I guess, but I, I was still, st- I mean, we can count the buildings as I was. It's like you know, 25 buildings at maximum. Mm, mm. We don't know how many people they're cramming in there, though. Maybe <laughs> chock a block with monkeys and giraffes for all you know. <laughs> well, there's that. But, um, I would say this is really pushed definitely of a city. This is, I mean, Tenby is bigger than this. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Tenby would be a city in the most generous interpretation. So the city is not even a city. Uh, I, I don't go that far, but. But also, mm. here's the thing which always bugged me when I was a kid. So this is like the monkey. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently his name is Max. He's a police officer training. Yeah, yeah, he's a pig, yeah. He's a monkey, yeah. but he's a pig, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a pig, but he's a monkey, ostensibly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, his main form of transport is a scooter. Now, have you guessed what this name, the scooter's name is? Scoots. Scoot, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, it, it that is, is low scoot. energy. That isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually called Scoot. Oh, uh, so, yeah, so the, the Scoot is sentient, but <laughs> you get stamped on by a monkey constantly. Oh, <laughs> it, it does look panicked, I suppose. That actually, you would if that was your existence. Like, I can't move on myself unless this monkey steps on me and twists my ears until I move. <laughs> yeah, that's, if that's the scooter was called Mrs. Harris, it would have much more <laughs> emotional power, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got the soul of a fifty-six-year-old woman in it. <laughs> this bear here. Yeah, what's I mean, he meant to be? I saw him earlier on. Is he uh, like a farm? Uh, not a farm. He's paramedic. He's a bear, apparently. He's a yeah. bear, apparently. No, what's his job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, this uh, show focuses on the emergency services of this <laughs> city. Yeah. Uh, so, like, he's a paramedic. He's a paramedic. Yeah. Yeah. Because what I noticed by this is there's uh, a mixture of. Uh, Animals who are alive, humans who seem to be their bosses, and sentient vehicles. Yeah, now that is one thing I want to mention because when you grew up, there was a few shows like that, which like they they had sentient animals and humans. No, no, you can't have both. Pick one. Yeah. Because that yeah. raises so many questions. Yeah. And to throw sentient vehicles in the mix is like, oh, for fuck's sake. But here's <laughs> the, um, it gets worse, I think. Um, the ambulance. What do you think her name is? Uh, Amber. Amby, yeah. Uh, okay, no. Yeah. Not even Amber. No. Amby is not a name. Yeah. Uh, the elephant. Uh, what do you think her name is? Uh, Ellie. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> there's a giraffe here in the fire station. But there's two giraffes, their brother and sister. Uh, what do you think they're called? Torvalentine. <laughs> Oh, that would advise no, no, G and Raf. Both get lost. No, no <laughs> that's no, awful. 
Yeah. But I watched it with the kids. And at some point, the circus came to town, right? Mm. And the elephant, which especially looked exactly like this sentient elephant from the fire department, <laughs> escaped and walked down the street and wandered the park. And it was like, oh, Ellie, what are you doing here? Like, oh, no, this isn't Ellie. It's a different elephant. <laughs> so they summoned <laughs> the other elephant. Enslave it, enslave it. <laughs> they summoned the other elephant to go, oh, this this is not, uh, <laughs> even though it looks identical to it, it's the same species. This one's like a beast of burden. You are a, <laughs> you are a part of the emergency services. <laughs> like, what? what? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you, this is that you can't mix it. You can't have. Yeah, you, you can't have some and then not others. What it, it, kind of message is that about equality? Exactly. It's like I say, I, I say it's Norwegian, but Norwegians aren't stupid people. They know. No, they, this. they they live in a better climate than we <laughs> exactly. do. Exactly. Like, so, oh, what the hell? Like, this is so so lazy. So. Yeah. Oh, just kids love talking animals, love talking cars. They love firemen. Just put it all together and hope for the best. There's something about this elephant that reminds me of Joe Brand. And it's not yeah, like no, the I obvious you know, like yeah, criticism yeah. Of, of Joe Brand being fat. Ha, ha, ha. No, it's, it's something about it. His <laughs> eyes and his smile reminds me yeah. of Joe Brand. Just something very caring about it. Is it yeah, it, yeah. The animation in that respect isn't that bad. Not, not no, it's the, not bad. It's not the, bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. I've seen worse yeah, but on this podcast. It's the whole thing. I, I know we're talking over it, but the, the title sequence like him. Here comes an elephant, Ellie. Look, there's our Haley, which is the helicopter. We all get together, have some fun. Welcome to the city of friends. It's like they've got a pub singer in. Like, <laughs> Oh, by the way, we forgot to write a song for this show. Can you... I know you're hungover. Just, I mean, just, just ad lib something. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what am I looking at? Uh, elephants got to fight. So it is, it, it, it's so. I'm pretty sure if I was a kid watching this at the right, at the, the right age, I would be deeply insulted by this. I think so. so. so remember, remember that old cartoon called Victor and Hugo? No. Like it's like I think it might be French originally because obviously Victor Hugo, but you no. Know, um, but it was like two sort of thieves, like a bit of a pinky in the brain go- thing going on. They were human, but everyone around them was animals. Right. Okay. Victor and Hugo bunglers in crime. They were called. No, I don't remember that at all. No, actually. Yeah, but it actually bothered me at the time because there was one they were trying to steal from a zoo or something, and they tried to he tried to like. Steal a panda because they were valuable, and the panda took his mask off. But it was a orangutan underneath. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, wait, hang on. <laughs> like you know, orangutans are ten a penny, but pandas are rare. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> oh, don't don't tell anyone. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a panda in secret. <laughs> but, but he's a human. You're a orangutan. That's he's pretend to be a panda. None of this adds up at all. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so. What 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 type of um, situation do they get up to in this city, Dean? What, what type of crimes do the, does that dog on the skateboard score? Massively low stakes. I mean, look at this now. Um, the Max, the monkey, who is like a, a cheeky one, mm. uh, he's putting up a at least had a you know like the whole the sort of thing you do with a on a murder scene. Yeah, murder scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bin's been spilled. 
My opinion's been spent. All right, yeah. okay. So he's closed off an entire street because a pin has been tipped over and he just can't be bothered to pick it up. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't revoke a cab, but, you know, it actually is kind of reinforcing the whole concept. And I think this this bloody chimp is the biggest bass of them all, Dean. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, look at his feet. They're very ha- oh, chimpy hand feet. I was just about to say that. So, Wider than his shoulders. Yeah. yeah so like he's, he could crush your neck without yeah. thought. But what a weirdly specific, what a really accurate thing to focus on. Like, uh, the chimp is a monkey, he talks, he rides a scooter, but he's, he's got chimp-like feet, because we don't want to fool the kids into thinking chimps don't have massive hand feet. I don't even think he's got chimp-like feet, Dean. I think he's got the, the, the feet of a death beast. I think this is uh, the French Comte on Pilis violence. And <laughs> okay. they, they've depicted the brutality of the piece in the foot of this monkey. Okay. I'll go with that. Something subversive in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there any elements of uh, just like outright uh, shagging or torture <laughs> porn in this? That's what the French like to do in their cinema. Not that I saw when I watched with the kids, but um, no, we only saw the the, the British sanitised version. So, oh uh, yes, in France, it's all torture yeah. porn, probably. Yeah. City friends, we're gonna give it. Oh, I'm going to give it a full five, Dean. This thing is opened new doors to me. Very much into um, finding out more about this city. Maybe I could visit it one day. I'd love to visit the city of friends and be brutalised by a police chimp. (laughs) I'd be on the floor screaming, I thought you were my friends. (laughs) And they'd be saying, no friends like you in this place, baldy. Tear it to this truncheon. They come smashing down my teeth. Ah, oh, God, a horrible place. I'll I'll give it a one purely because um, don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. Welcome back, listener. So, um, to show you something to you now, Dean. It's a product that I found on AliExpress. Okay, I've not heard of AliExpress before. What's that? Uh, I think we might have done it on the podcast before. I'm not sure. It's a, okay. it's a bit like Timu and I. It's one of those Chinese junk sites. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Right. And what we got here is some kind of, um, it's like fancy dress for your child, but it's also incorporating plushie. Okay. And it's also incorporating uh, the uh, old gods. <laughs> yeah. Very, very Lovecraftian, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a Lovecraftian yeah. Cthulhu costume for your child, but it's pink. So yeah. it's phallic as well. So, it's, you know, it ticks all <laughs> the right boxes. Yeah. Uh, there's a song that Muppet Babies do Lovecraft vibe here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. that, that, uh, that, that's what I'm looking at. And it's genuinely upsetting. So, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's called Octopus Stuffed Animal Cute Baby Octopus Costume Wearable Jumbo Large Octopus Plush Toy Birthday Party Gifts for Kids Bulls Girls. A lot of octopus involved in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think just by saying octopus over and over again doesn't make it any less creepy. Uh, <laughs> no, if anything, it emphasizes yeah. it, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, that's not a comment to you. That's like a comment in the title description. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't write that. No, no. no it's not me no. setting this, Dean. Can we look at the photos? So I can see this. Yeah, so I'll, I'll show you the photos right yeah. now, Dean. And the photos will be there for the listener as well. Yeah, brace yourselves, listeners, because this looks terrifying. So here's a photograph of a child uh, enjoying this octopus-based uh, suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely a child screaming uh, at being immersed in this 
Well, if nothing else, really restricting because obviously the, the costume itself is much bigger than the child's arms. Yes. So they are they are pinned down essentially, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Exactly, basically acting like a massively puffy straight jacket. Yeah, because uh, like the the kid can't move, um, which is terrible. It is screaming, full on screaming, crying. Yeah. Looks like it's terrified. Yeah, and this would is you... the image that they're using to advertise this product. <laughs> yeah, which you would do if you were a small child and being immersed in a yeah terrifying tentacular phallic costume. Um, yeah, this is this is horrific. This is horrific in every way, shape, or form. Price point is good though, so you know you've got to say that. Yeah. It's fifty nine percent off at the moment. It's twenty five pound fifty three instead of sixty two pound twenty six. Yeah, but I mean, how much would you pay to torture your child? Well, that's the thing. You can do that for free. You can't really, <laughs> well, that's you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, What's right. your ceiling? Like, you know, I will yeah. like make my kids suffer and have lifelong traumatic memories. But uh, yeah. you know, dollar dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, this is one of those things of you know, um, people who make their kids dress up in stuff which clearly the kid doesn't want. Yeah, it's like this. I think some someone did someone once. Um, woman dressed like I don't know one of the Kardashians, and a kid dressed up as a purse. Oh god! Like, it's a full on like massive first purse costume, like kid's head and this huge like fabric purse. This thing, it's like a uh, mummy and daughter like out in the uh, trick or treating. So like <laughs> people commenting, in no way, shape, or form did your kid out and say, "Mummy, I want to be a purse." <laughs> this yes. is clearly you going. Yeah, I, I want to get some Instagram clout, so my kid's got to suffer as a result. Yeah. So this seems like along those lines, which I can't condone, really. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, it's for people to buy this so they can take pictures of their child yeah. and stick them on. But I will say it looks like a well-made thing. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, it doesn't look cheap or anything. Uh, like in this no. picture here, like the kid is probably watching telly. He looks to be quite enjoying it. Yeah, maybe it's a scream, which is almost passed out. Oh, at, look at uh, that one. There we are. Look, that's cute. Yeah. Sticking his tongue out. Why would you include the scream in this? Because you want to invoke the feeling of the old gods? I think, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord Cthulhu has gazed upon me and found me lacking. But... <laughs> it doesn't make any real sense. If you look in the screaming one as well, there's like um, like an extra empty arm as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, thought I'd make of that. Weird. So that was uh, twenty five pound fifty three. Uh, there's no customer reviews of this item. I'm very surprised by that. I thought That's, this would be very yeah. popular, you know. But it would be after this podcast, of course. We'll, um, oh yeah, yeah. fucking we'll shopping. to circle back on this eventually. Shipping is fourteen twenty five, so that uh, oh, that will bump it right up. Yeah. Have we ever been tempted to crawl inside an octopus team? Um. You never like, touched an octopus in real life. Or you've ever had one. What, what, no. Tell me your whole fucking octopus history, please. Go. <laughs> I um, was in Malaysia once with my, my good lady wife, and we uh, uh, were on like um, one of the islands there, which uh, good. She organized this whole trip. I have no idea how to do this, but she's very good at traveling. And it was one of those like, oh, this is how this place works, where on the beachfront, there are loads of shacks, or like just basically, which are restaurants essentially, but uh, they basically catch fish in the sea, which are like, 50 metres away, to bring it back and show you, like, this caught there's still on it. Which is nice, of course. <laughs> it's as fresh as it gets. But uh, there was a kid who uh, was, you know, like, about 13, but like, just with a fishing rod, just catching stuff to bring it back to the this restaurant. And he caught a cuttlefish, not an octopus, but it's all, all the cephalopod line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, 
if you put it in this tray full of water, I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a cuttlefish. Like, those are incredibly complex animals. Like, God, yeah, so I squirted some ink because he was really scared. But as he brought it up uh, from the beach, he was singing Lady Gaga poker face, but in a sort of <laughs> really strong Malaysian accent. Oh, rah, rah. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> no, that's bad romance, not poker face. But um, regardless, like, this is this is a weird combination of things <laughs> I'm looking at right now. I'm, I'm on a beach, which I like. Um, I'm in a restaurant, which I kind of like. It's a restaurant which is basically a, a shack made of five tin walls with no no door. Okay, that's different. I'm eating fish which were caught like three minutes ago, and this is a kettlefish which I don't want to eat because they don't look appetizing, yeah. and they're just caught by kids singing Lady Gaga, <laughs> which is like <laughs> I'm really confused right now what's happening. <laughs> Uh, yes, so, I yeah. can see why that would be a sensory overload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What do you do about um, sea fish, shellfish generally? I like cockles. I think you like cockles as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do enjoy cockles. Now they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things which, if you don't like them, it's hard to describe why you like them to someone else. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Little like wriggly things, but they are really nice. What about the others? Oysters? You ever had those? I've never had oysters. I have. I actually did when I went to Miami last year. Because um, oh, of course, we talked about this before. Yes, 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 uh, yes, 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 yes. But uh, they, yeah, I don't see why they're as popular as they are. Or so, no, no. like one of the things, like almost like a conspiracy of silence. Like if you don't mention this shit, then I won't. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. we can keep this going because uh, they are accessible protein. And um, no, they're just but, like uh, the uh, final one. Then what about calamari? I've tried calamari. It. Basically, tastes like an overcooked onion ring. Yeah, it's like to, to kill something and cook it elaborately to make it taste like an inferior version of something you could make very easily with a <laughs> with a, a, a vegetable which is easily accessible. It seems yeah. like a yeah. I, don't, I, I bet don't if like you it. have it properly, where it doesn't just taste of batter or breadcrumb, then maybe it's yeah, a different thing. That's the thing. See, I've never had seafood. Uh, properly from like a restaurant or anything. Oh, yeah, true. I've had crab out with tin. Mm. I've had, uh, well, cockles I've had proper, and that's why I like them, I guess. I've never, yeah. uh, I don't think I would ever eat an oyster. It just does not appeal to me in no. any way, shape, or form. I like a crispy, chewy food. I don't like a wet slimer. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, and um, what's the other ones? Uh, the lobsters and that. Lots is nice, but it's like one of those really elaborate things to eat. You have to yeah. get a special fork to scoop out any of the flesh. And I wouldn't know where to start with it. Mm. I'd need a little man to help me, or like um, someone who's hosting me for the weekend. You know, I guess like yeah. a mentor. <laughs> I'd like a like a dinner mentor or something. That's like that. lobster mentor. Yeah, lobster mentor. Uh Oh, well, did anything else to say about this? Um, I, I don't want to. Would you like to wear this to Paris evening, Dean? Would I like to? Yes. Would uh, my wife allow it? I, I'm going to guess no, because I would uh, ruin my kids. It would be one of those like blaze of glory things. Like if we were about to get divorced and about to yeah. run away from my family, I go, all right, I'm going to have parents' evening. This is how I reveal my intentions. Like, I'm, yes, I'm here just to Thulu. <laughs> Quite frankly, you can deal with that. I am one of the old gods. What if you wore it and you had a lanyard around your neck and they said um, uh, Royal Institution of Science, whatever it's called. What's it called? Oh, the Royal Institution. Yeah, yes, Royal yes. Institution, yeah. yeah, a lanyard saying that. 
Yeah. And um, uh, four or five of your books in each poll. I think they'll make it worse. The <laughs> <laughs> justice will make it like, okay, so you really got off the rails rather than like yeah. a, some random Burke who's just got a costume. You are someone who should be quote unquote respected. And now you've just actually, you're torching it as best you can. So, yeah, I think that'll make it much worse. What if you wore that kind of last stuff in, right? And right. Uh, sat down with the teachers and were perfectly respectful, asked good questions, made salient points about the teaching the school delivers. And then right at the end, I come in with a butterfly net and just pop it over your head. Would you like that? Um, I wouldn't dislike it. I'm not sure what they'd make of that. <laughs> like, I think it would um, waken them up a bit. I think yeah. these fucking schools, especially the schools mm. which uh, you frequent, yeah. they need to be uh, rustled up a bit, do they? I guess, I mean, I suppose if like a uh, 40-something bald man ran into a school with a net, <laughs> I'd like to hope they would be a bit more vigilant and let you get to me. <laughs> oh, well, I would be screaming, I'm not here for the children. <laughs> Well, that's okay then, I guess. Uh, <laughs> he said he's not for the children. Well, how can we doubt this man? Yeah. <laughs> this man who's running through a school with a butterfly net. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't trust him, who can you trust, honestly? <laughs> My name is Dr. Dean Burnett. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, if we, if we tackle him, we've gone woke. And when you go woke, you go broke. <laughs> Did we give this a score or not? I'm going to give it uh, five out of five, Dean. I'll give it a two. I find it a bit suspect. Mm. I think you're right to have wariness about it. We shouldn't mix in the dark magic. It's unchristian. <laughs> yeah, I the forefront of my mind, but okay, sure. Let's do that. Welcome back, friends. Here we go. Random Wikipedia article. It's late and we're getting tired, so we're going to whip through it now. Okay, let's go. Three to one, here it comes. It is string of cash coins, currency unit. Uh, okay. This what is a want? lengthy article, Dean. Wow. It is, it is rather, yes. Um, wow, okay. This, this goes on for quite some time. Uh, far uh, longer than I wanted to spend on it, I would say that. <laughs> you read this first paragraph, Dean. Okay. A uh, string of cash coins, traditional Chinese, uh, refers to historical Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Rukian, and uh, Vietnamese currency unit. To use a super unit of cult of Chinese cash, Japanese mon, Korean Ryukan mon, and Vietnamese van currencies. The square hill mill of cash coins serves a land to be strung together in strings. Two would later be used uh, on banknotes and served super unit of when. Okay, so I guess it's um okay, back in back in the day uh, when you you know what well, I had to sort of put your currency together, you string them together because everything was coins before notes were a thing. Yeah. All right, that's fair enough. I, I it like looks that. cool. Yeah. Strong look. There's a, a picture with the top end of the article of a Sichuanese man carrying 13,500 cash coins. Yeah, that's, that's quite something. And it looks a bit like dreadlocks on him. It does, yeah. Like, like, also, he's got sort of like the, the head... Uh, Bandages on, or the head hat. I don't know what we call that, but um, it turban. looks kind of turban-ish type thing. But it looks like kind of consistent with the the coins. So, looks like it could yeah. be his hair. Probably all his family's wealth or something. It's, it's good, that isn't it? I like it. I'm sort of like I don't know how things at the time, but why did you carry that around? 
I'm not sure why, where he would be going. Maybe he's going to buy a car or something. Is it one of those things like where if you, you know, people lived in sort of smaller communities, but they had lots of money, but there was no such thing as banks. You had to, to accumulate it somehow, but you couldn't leave it you know, near a mattress. Could people just get in or? I, mean, I, had mattress, I don't think a mattress was a thing then, but um, I, I, I sort of like it, but I'm sort of intrigued as to why it was necessary. But this, this is interesting, Dean. It says 1,000 coins strung together were referred to as a chuan or diao and were accepted by traders and merchants per string because counting the individual coins would cost too much time. Oh, see, so there's a lot of trust involved in that as well. As yeah, I, I like that as a thing, but I say that, that, that's clearly open to abuse, that sort of system. Mm. Yeah, look, I put, I put it on a string. There must be a thousand there. Yeah. It's like when you used to get on a Cardiff bus and before, uh, now it's all on card. You you tap on, mm. tap off. But it used to be you just chuck money in a little hole. And there's, there's been times where I've chucked less than the, the value of the bus journey on there. Simon, hard times, then. Yeah, no. Well, there's been other times where I've chucked my money in and I haven't had my full value of my ticket, so it all evens out. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't argue that. Uh, the number of cash coins which had to be strung together to form a string differed from both region to region as time passed or the period, or by the materials used to manufacture the cash coins, then. Yeah, there's a lot of trust involved in it. If you like next mountain town over, you've got like a. Our coins are made of like clay and shit. Your coins are made of like uh, solid gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's a one to one ratio. It's exchange rate. Let's just swap them. Mm. All much information on this article. We can't even get used to it. Slang names. Here we go. In the early 20th century, Sontai province slang for a term for a string of cash coins was lie. Meanwhile, in the 19th century, DM slang spoken by the lower class people of Saigon. The terms are K and K as an abbreviation of K on. Uh, okay. What's um, your favourite slang term for money, Dean? Do you like uh, Dosh? Do you like Wonga? I would like... like to I'd like to bring back Spondulix. Spondulix? I've heard that before, yeah, like that's a very a niche one, but um oh Spondulix is a thing. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. But if you go to the more like mainstream ones, I guess, um, yeah, I, I think Dosh could be brought back a bit. Dosh, yeah. Dosh. Uh, struggling to think of any others now. Uh, ooh, uh, well, quids is obviously the one for the, the British. That's the standard, mm. isn't it? You know? Yeah. That's the same, same bucks in America, isn't it? Quid or something. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, what's, like what the, what's the euro one? Have they gone for euros? I don't think they have. I've never heard it. No. no. That's from languages. There's no sort of like default one. Yeah. Probably every country has their own language version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should get an Irishman on the phone asking what he calls the euro. Okay. Do you know any? Um, none that I call this time of night. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get one now. Hang on. I'll just randomly phone someone in Ireland. Bear with me a second, Dean. Uh. 
Right, shrinking now, Gene. Okay. Hello? Hello? Hi, uh, this is uh, Simon calling from Why Does This Thing Exist podcast. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Dean. Hello. Um, we just want to find out from you what Irish people call the Euros. Find out what? Who is this? I said it's Simon calling from uh, Why Does This Thing Exist podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Dean. We want to know what Irish people call the Euros. It's half one in the morning, mate. What are you doing phoning at this time? Well, I understand that, sir, but it's an important podcast that we're doing right now. <laughs> and we need to know what Irish people call the Euro. How am I meant to know? I've never even been to Ireland. I think you're lying to me, sir, and I'm <laughs> very disappointed in you. Don't you call me a liar, mate. <laughs> if I find out who you are, I'll give you a bloody thumping. <laughs> Get off the phone. You're a bloody idiot. How dare you say that to Dean? Get off the phone. You're a clown, mate. <laughs> Well, that was, that was dead despite the legend. And, uh, it's very sorry about that. We'll never know what the Irish people call it. For one man, and he's a liar. <laughs> so sorry, Simon. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for me. I'm sorry for my mother. Because she deserves better than this. What are we going to call this podcast, Dean? Absolute waste of time? No, <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, uh, what are we going to give this article, Dean? Uh, I'll give it um, a tentative three, because there's... So much in there that we haven't read yet, and I think uh, Aaron's got that level of effort, must have scored something, but um, I don't know, I'm just too tired. <laughs> I can't think of anything more than, than just like, yeah, give it a three for just general well done, and I'm go sleep now. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We have another four hours of recording to do. Okay. Now. I'm going to give it five. I thought it was a tremendous article. Can't remember what it was about. I know actually that's lies. I remember the the picture of the man with the dreadlocks. He had long, stringy hair, full of money. He had a team. <laughs> he was the sheep with the golden fleece. Yes, yeah, of course, yeah, yes, yeah. of course, yes, he was. That's him. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah, find him, kill him, skin him, live like a king. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Here we are. Perfect ending, Dean. Well done. Okay.